Hi, welcome back to all my listeners. If you're new, my name is Amanda Guest. If you followed along from my first podcast discussing how Clemson University has handled COVID-19, this next episode will further be discussing the issue. In my first episode, I discussed the different perspectives following the debate on how Clemson has handled the current pandemic. But this episode will indulge into a new perspective and my personal opinion on the debate. In the first episode, I let you all decide what perspective you agree with today, but I will be discussing now which perspective I lean towards and why. The new perspective that I will be discussing today, what I believe is the right approach for Clemson, is similar to the side mentioned in the previous episode, which was that Clemson has done too much regarding COVID-19. Where my opinion differentiates is that I believe Clemson has done too much regarding the pandemic, but there does need to be precautions. By this, I mean at this point, people should be able to make decisions regarding their own health, but with some regulations. Clemson should put up signs stating to wear masks and precautions regarding the virus, but they should not put capacity on things and have curfews. I believe that people should be able to make their own decisions if it is safe for them to go out, and if not, stay in. Students should be able to go to in-person classes, but if they don't feel comfortable doing so, then opt to an online method. Clemson should give the option to students and faculty to decide what they deem safe to their own personal safety and health. Not shut down everything for one select group. I believe that we are at the point where if you feel comfortable going out, you should have the option to do so, and if you don't, then you have the option to stay at home. Before indulging into the new perspective I provided, I want to summarize the previous three standpoints I mentioned in my first episode in case there are new listeners. The first perspective that I mentioned in my previous podcast was the side that is concerned about COVID that believe that Clemson isn't doing enough. At one time, Clemson had the highest number of cases out of any college in the United States. According to David Ferreira in his article, Clemson University has the most cumulative positive COVID-19 cases out of any university in the United States in 2021, said, As of Clemson University's COVID-19 dashboard update on October 12th, Clemson University had 4,263 cumulative positive cases since June 2020, the highest number out of any other university in the United States. This is the side that believed Clemson needed to do more regarding COVID and put more restrictions and more lockdown regulations on Clemson University. The second perspective that I mentioned was the side that is not concerned about COVID at all. They believe that Clemson is actually doing too much. This side even brought to the table a statistic from the Clemson COVID-19 testing released on December 2020 that stated since December 27, 2020, Only 1.1% of tested Clemson residents out of 189,492 total tests were positive. Their argument was why are there still regulations when only 1.1% of Clemson residents have COVID. Another main concern from this side was that the regulations on the pandemic are actually destroying small restaurants and businesses within Clemson. Steve Richards posted on 2020 in his article, the post-COVID-19 restaurant recovery may take a while. He stated, there are nearly 9,700 restaurants in South Carolina, 
four, many of which were closed or partially closed for in-house dining from March 18th to May 11th, 2020. These businesses lost almost two full months in sales and must now operate at a reduced capacity until further notice. On top of their concern of small restaurants being damaged due to the regulations of the virus, another concern was that students aren't receiving the proper education that they're paying for at Clemson. Nick Morrison on November 6, 2020 posted in his article, Why Should Students Pay Full Fees If Teaching Is All Online in Forbes? Morrison stated, but in the U.S., where some universities have offered to reduce fees, a survey by note-sharing platform OneClass found that 94% of students said their online classes were not worth the price they had paid. Parents and students are concerned with the heavy regulation because they believe that it's shutting down small businesses within Clemson and taking away what they're paying for within the academic resources within Clemson. Overall, this side just views that the regulations are doing more harm than good. The third side that I mentioned in my previous podcast was the neutral group. They just want COVID to be over. They're okay with wearing masks. They're okay with some regulations. As long as if they follow it, the regulations will eventually disappear. This group more focuses on when the regulations are going to be over, whereas the other groups more focus on what regulations there are in the current time and standpoint. For example, this group got very excited when President of Clemson University, Jim Clements, sent an email out on February 19th, 2020 that stated, we expect this to return to a more normal cadence of activity on our campus to continue to increase as the semester progresses and as we plan for more in-person classes in the fall, assuming the vaccinations become widespread as expected. In fact, we sent a note to all students this week telling them to expect most of our classes to be held in the traditional format this fall. Another motivating news release that this side enjoyed hearing was when Sean Spencer posted in his article, Clemson football, full capacity, Death Valley insights for 2021 season, stated that South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster just lifted the executive order that required organizers to receive state approval for crowds of 250 or more, and that has paved the way for fans to come back to Death Valley in a major way this fall. All this group wants is for the pandemic to be over. So by hearing statements from the president of Clemson himself and the South Carolina governor stating that we're going to go back to a more normal way of life in the fall brings a lot of hope to this group. Where my new perspective differs from the original three is that I present the idea that people should be able to choose how they want to handle the pandemic. There should be some sort of precautions like posters recommending masks but there should not be a complete shutdown. Clemson should give people the option to decide how they want to handle their own health. At this point, there has been a vaccine released for COVID, and it's been more than a year living with the COVID restrictions. In the initial two weeks of the COVID spread, a lockdown was important. But at this point, we can't live in fear anymore. Donald L. Leskin, in his article, The Failed Experiment of COVID Lockdown, posted in the Wall Street Journal on September 1st, 2020, touches on this idea where he states, considering that lockdowns are economically costly and create well-documented long-term public health consequences beyond COVID, imposing them appears to have been a large policy error. At the beginning, when little was known, officials acted in ways they thought prudent. 
But now, evidence proves that lockdowns were an expensive treatment with serious side effects and no benefit to society. On top of the lockdown, creating long-term health consequences and economic consequences as well, another issue regarding the lockdowns were that each state had different restrictions. COVID restrictions were not unified, so each state had different ways of handling it, meaning there wasn't a unified restriction among everyone. Joe Walsh touches on this in his article. Study finds U.S. lockdowns didn't make a big difference in stopping COVID, but that doesn't mean they're pointless. In his Forbes article on March 25th, 2021, he states, Meanwhile, the effectiveness of social distancing measures was likely reduced because some people, partially due to politics, refused to comply with these efforts, even if they came with good government mandate. So to Walsh's point, lockdowns weren't completely useless. In the beginning, they did help stop the spread, but it was difficult when each state was following different restrictions. For example, I'm from New Jersey, and when I lived there, COVID restrictions were very strict. You could not go anywhere without a mask on. When I came to Clemson, I noticed that most people do not wear a mask. When I walk into a grocery store, people look at me weird if I do have a mask on, whereas in New Jersey, they look at you very weird if you don't have a mask on. Extending on Luskin's idea that he proposed that these lockdowns created public health consequences, Drew Holden explains this idea in his article, What Has the Lockdown Done to Us?, posted in the New York Times on December 8, 2020, where he states, Extended social isolation can have serious health implications, from heart disease and dementia to depression and death. During the pandemic, our diets and lifestyles got worse, increasing our vulnerability to the very disease that isolation is meant to help address. There is no longer a need for a lockdown or heavy regulations regarding COVID because it honestly does more harm than good. If you don't feel comfortable going out, then you stay inside and everyone else who does feel comfortable can go out and live what is sort of a normal lifestyle again. On top of that, I believe that Clemson should drop restrictions because Zoe Nicholson pointed out in her article, Clemson Confident is containing COVID spread as students return from spring break posted on March 23rd, 2021 in Greenville News where she stated, as the university continues to see low virus spread on campus, the week before spring break saw a 0.4% positive rate. Officials are planning to return to some type of normalcy this fall, according to President Jim Clements in a university message. Clemson University has only had a 0.4% positive rate tested in the last few months. Due to this, this should prove to Clemson that there should be no more regulations. Clemson should be conscious of the pandemic and take precautions, but at the same time, they should allow their community to make decisions for themselves about their own health. The first step to getting here is lifting restrictions, allowing students to go back to in-person classes, lifting restrictions on football games and downtown, yet possibly require everyone to wear a mask to sort of show they're doing somewhat of a job to prevent COVID as well. We have lived with heavy restrictions regarding COVID for more than a year now. At this point, I believe that people should focus on their own health. If you do not feel comfortable going outside, then don't. The people that do feel comfortable, they should 
have the option to be able to do so. Students at Clemson should be able to go downtown, go to in-person classes, do things that normal college students should have the ability to do. In all, the best way that Clemson can satisfy every prospective group that I offered is by lifting all mandates, allowing a normalcy of lifestyles for students to go to in-person classes, etc., but possibly keep the mask mandate on. Thank you listeners for joining today to hear my position on how Clemson University should handle the current COVID-19 spread and the proper steps to go back to normality.